and we are live. <laughs> that was it. The surprise That's intro. It. That's right. <laughs> we were just talking about. Do, I don't know. Do we have an opening for Tuesdays? We no. We never have one for that. Well, I, mean, I think I don't want to go to one because that well, means it's staying around for a long time. And I'm really hoping this Tuesday night show is ended because we opened the country back up. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. All yeah, right. Look, here you go. Here's the whole show. They love their names. <laughs> That's right. There you go. That's it. That's the whole show. Tom ruined it. We're all going home now. There it is. Oh, look, there's a trackable. I'm going to say, you notice that both of our names on there, but Gary's got his grubby little hands on there and hasn't offered to send it to me at all yet. I might bring it to you. Yeah, okay. Someday. That thing's staying locked in your house forever. I know. No, no, I'll I'll try. I'll, I'll, I'll share it with you. Um, that's like okay. It. You know, like it says, a geocaching ambassador. I know. Look you at my that. friend are a geocaching ambassador. That's close to some things I've been called before. <laughs> it's got some of the right initials in it in the right order. Yeah. It's got some of the right letters in it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ambassador. Okay. Um, we so got a little, we got a little bit of news or kind yeah. of mention what we're because if these are watched out of order, we'll mention what we're doing tonight. So it's another Tuesday night. We haven't done very many of these. Um, if you watch this and it's not live, um, this is during Corona time when everybody's locked in the house. So better than stay locked in the house and uh, watch the news and get more depressed and not watch sports and not watch anything else, not be able to go anywhere. Uh, we thought we'd fill Tuesday nights on the nights we're not doing Gadget Talk. Mm -hmm. It's a fun show. It's, as the title says, just for fun. Um, yep. Yeah. Oh, we're invited over for cookies. Woohoo. We need cookies. Um, so this is just, this is a kill the time show where we just goof off. We have a little bit of an agenda, but uh, the the idea is just to have some fun. It's geocaching related still, right? Because that's our hobby. But yeah. um, And also, stray off topic, that, on this night, it's okay to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, we're gonna mix and match. We're gonna we're gonna mishmash geocaching and some other items because it'll be fun, and we'll get other people. We'll get the chat room to jump in and give us their some of their loves and hates because Here's I think lead into the news story though from snagthetag.com. The year of no megas. So I wouldn't know that no megas. Um, yeah. So in the news today. Uh, GCHQ that, you know, I know it was hard for them to do right too. Right. But both them and Woodstock announced that they're putting it off till next year. Yeah. Um, which other events have done that as well. And uh, you know, how hard do you think that decision was, was to make for them though? Well, it, it, had had to be terrible. Huge, it had to be huge. But and part of it is um, them being, I, I talked to, to Ryan a little bit today, but I mean, you, you were talking about, uh, and Ryan can give us the stat. I'm sure he'll put it in the chat room. But you know, they had uh, an overwhelming number of internationals, and that's kind of where I think the problem lies. I don't mm -hmm. think it's the August date. I think it's that internationals coming to the U.S. in August is yeah. is problematic. I don't think. Right. That we, I think everything else will be up and running, but. They couldn't really have it up and running and then go, oh, sorry, internationals. Uh, we, yeah. we, we can't let you come over. Um, sorry. We'll see yeah. you some other year. Goodbye. And I so, think you've got to keep in mind that 
Washington State and the, you know that metro area there got hit really hard. Yeah, it did. Um, so they have to have respect for the area that they're in, not knowing what's going to happen. They went ahead and made the call, which I know was hard for them, but I think they did the right thing with that. Now, what they didn't say is that all makers are canceled because yeah, yeah. we know Mingo is still happening. Luckily, uh, we're on the inside track of that one, and Ryan's in the chat room. He knows all the details of that one. Uh, Midwest uh, Bash is still on. Yeah, August is still too early. Um, they they moved it a year, that one in Geo Woodstock, but um, Mingo's still on. There's a couple other ones that are still on. They're later in the year, and we're all hoping, you know, we're going to have restrictions lifted by then, and we'll be back closer to normal, I think. Yeah, I think that um, I'm sure Project Ape was moved to was all right in there, but oh, I'm sure. But you know uh, what? They're not going to cancel it and not let everybody have a chance to celebrate. So they'll do it at 21. They'll call it Geocaching Turns 21 or something, right? Yeah, exactly. Th that'll be fine. Yeah, I think it'll still be good. And they had to do it, and you know, they did it for selfless reasons. You know, obviously yeah. they'd rather have it, but they're doing it because it's the right thing. It's the right message to send, and. You can't say that you're social distancing if 5,000 people show up in one little location. So sure. yeah. it's like a rock concert, right? You can't do that. Um, yeah. And again, they had the huge uh, Metro gathering is still on as of now. So that's good. Thanks, Sharon. Good. good. Yeah. There's, there's still megas on the board for the rest of the year for now. So yeah. Going caching um, is still on. That's October. So all right. That was the no that was the news. That's it. That's pretty much all the news. It came out today. I, I sent it out in the Patreon board. I tried to also. I know me and several other people went ahead and posted it to some some groups online. Gary did as well, and just to kind of spread the news so everybody knows. Anybody that has plans, they can kind of cancel them and move around. And um, it's a bummer. I was really looking forward to it, and we had uh, the CFO and I had planned to tack on some trip to that for our anniversary. That's around that same weekend. So uh, right, you know, we'll see that that changes all those plans, but we'll still, we'll, we'll still have fun, right? Everybody's still going to have fun. Hopefully it'll be cleared up by then and we'll all just be out cashing regularly. Right. No, you're exactly right. All right. Let's get into our weird topic for that. I want to say weird, not really weird. It's a different, it's different tonight. Different. We're going to mix and match. We're going to mix and match some, some different topics. Some are geocaching related. Some are not. And we're going to start off with one that isn't. Because I think it's interesting, and that is what uh, we are currently binge watching or listening to. What's funny is you'll see a lot of parallels. Even I think when we talk about non-geocaching related, mm -hmm. it kind of makes sense in our styles of geocaching as well. Yeah, that's true. You know, personality styles and stuff. So and, right, who's going first? You? Um, I'll let you go first. One thing, because you know, people will realize is that um, we are probably. But we're the perfect pair to be co-hosts because we're very different. <laughs> very different, yeah. But we're we're alike in many ways, but in some ways we're very different. I think that that as you've mentioned before, I think that really gives a greater richness to this podcast. The mm -hmm. fact that you and I are, in a, are not clones of one another. So, oh, definitely not. We'll see some of that tonight. Um, but um, and we've had. Uh, and for people that are maybe new listening, we have a blast geocaching together and we, oh, have a blast yeah. and we, and we get along great. So, and just, there might be things that were like, I don't like that. He does. That's cool. We move on. We don't, we don't get hung up on others, you know, hung up on yeah. stuff. So it's, it's, 
fun. You know, I don't know what people have as far as their personal group of friends, but mm. if it's all clones of yourself, what do they call it? A uh, echo chamber. Yeah. Everybody has the same opinions that gets boring really quick. Right. Well, like Eric, love Eric to death. Great guy. I wouldn't watch better call Saul. If you put a gun to my head, <laughs> so. did you watch breaking bad? No, me or him. I'm sure he did. You? No, I'm sure he did yeah. too. He's watching that. What, oh heck no! I've, that was I've, a great show. I've watched maybe 60 seconds of it. Uh, uh, maybe. No, I'm weird. You know that. We'll get into that tonight. Tell tell us what you're what you're currently watching. Okay. How Tiger King? How wonderful is that show? Oh my gosh! You're so you're so crazy. I know. Um, you, you know that's ranked as one of the best shows of all time, right? Oh yeah, great. So. I Obviously, weep. the rest of the world doesn't agree with you, but I weep for America. All right. So, um, what we're currently, uh, we just finished, as a matter of fact, last night. Okay. We just finished this one. Um, it's on History Channel. No, it's on Amazon. It's called uh, Dude, You're Screwed. Um, <laughs> it, we, we stumbled across this one recently, and, you know, there's three of us in the house now me, the wife, and our 13 year old daughter. So, uh, we watch a lot of shows together when we watch shows. Yeah. Um, so, Dude, You're Screwed is a show on Amazon. It's, there's two seasons of it. We watched them rather quickly. It's a survival show. So, it is... Um, it was a lot of fun. Now, I watch a lot of survival shows. Uh, I love those. Naked and Afraid. You know, not Survivor, by the way. Right. Not that crap. But survival shows. Survival. Um, and uh, so, yeah. this one is a group of... Like, these are survivalist experts, you know... Delta Rangers, you know, seals, stuff like that. Right. Um, Green Beret. It's mm -hmm. this is those people. Um, so they're experts, but they kind of have fun with it too. So the game, as they call it is there's a whole group of them and they take turns and they grab one, like one of them will know it's like roughly their week. But, uh, so they, the first part of it is they try to sneak up on them and grab them. Okay. So they try to grab them like at work or they try to grab them when they're doing something or, you know, doing some training or whatever else and they grab them uh, and then they drop them off somewhere completely unknown to them. And they give them like one or two tools and they have a hundred hours to get to civilization. Okay. Now they don't know where civilization is survivor man. It reminds um, me that I love survivor man. They, uh, it's they don't know yeah. which way to go or anything else. Right. They don't have, they don't even know what continent they're on. Um, so they drop them off like at the top of a snowy mountain, or one time they dropped them off like uh, in a cave. So they had to like swim out of this maze to even get to land in the middle of a jungle to get out. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's a great show, totally clean. Um, and they're watching them the whole time. And some of the, some of the times they'll mess with them. Like they'll try to trick them into going a certain direction. Right. They take them away from where they're going. And, um, now this isn't just like, you know, some, some college schmo that ranks famous. These right. are actual survival experts and they actually, you know, they're going to keep them safe. They're not going to let them die and everything. And they have these parameters like don't get too hot or too cold. But we got into that show and we binge watched those two seasons. There's only two seasons total, but we watched those quickly. We didn't, it wasn't even that long ago. We discovered this show. Is it pretty well filmed? Do you think? Or Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's high budget. I mean, they're flying okay. all over the world. Right. Uh, it's a high budget show. Uh, I don't know if it's an Amazon original or who did it originally, but, uh, it's, it's big budget show. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, you start thinking you're watching this show and you're like, I think I could do that. 
<laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, that guy's a Navy SEAL and he just failed. So right. I'm probably not going to jump out there and do that. I, if I could do it. Yeah, no, I can't. But, uh, but it ties into geocaching if you like the really backcountry stuff because you're sure. thinking, oh, that's interesting right there. Or, oh, that's a, that's something I wouldn't have even thought of. Right. Um, so it ties into kind of the geocaching I wish I was doing right now, the really right. backwoods stuff. So that's my number one show. So it's probably better than Naked and Afraid or Alone or what was that? Uh, Naked and Afraid. I like that show also. Yeah. But I that's an interactive show for me. I yell at them all the time. Right. Uh, I'm like, oh, you're an idiot. But they intentionally hire people in those shows like Survivor and stuff that are dramatic and they're going to make for fun television. Right. Not so survival experts, right? Sort of. A, it's sort of. Uh, right. It's 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 designed to be somewhat train wrecky. Yeah. Well, it's fun. If they just were sitting there and they're like, I'm good. Like <laughs> they just have to survive and then walk out like 10 miles or whatever the last day. Because I don't like, have to like, accomplish anything. They just have to live. Because every time they just lay around on the ground like, oh, yeah. I'm hungry. Because I love Survivor Man because it was just him filming. Yeah. I mean, if he had trouble, there was going to be trouble. But uh, all right. So over to me. Over to you. All right. Here's a show that I'm currently binge watching, which is kind of funny. This kind of gives you an idea of, I don't know, maybe it's, it's some sort of insight into me. But uh, I watched maybe two episodes when it first came out, and then I kind of I got busy with life and forgot about it. And then my sons were like, you know, why are you not, why haven't you watched every episode of this? I was like, uh. mm -hmm. so have you ever watched community? I watched a couple episodes of it. Okay. And it seemed kind of funny. I'm extremely deep dive. Susan and I are watching. We're into season three. We're about two episodes into three, but every night we tend to watch one or two episodes of it and just love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, Chevy chase is a jerk. I don't know if anybody knew that. Sorry to burst your bubble. When I was growing up, um, he was one of my favorite comedians, but he always seemed to have sort of this weird kind of, He had a different he had a different humor mm -hmm. and as i read later about him he can't get along with anyone mm. <laughs> he is he is um no he just party's just starting just finding a way no problem you're not yeah. right you're fashionably on time there you go um but love the love the show there's these crazy i, I tell you how how you can get hooked on the show and get deep dived in Look for the episodes at the end of seasons of Community mm -hmm. where they have paintball. There's a whole episode about paintball in at least the first two seasons. And it is the craziest, awesome time when they do basically they they basically destroy the whole community the whole community college mm. uh, playing paintball. And there's a there's a theme behind it, and there's a lot of the acting is is tremendous. It is, uh, it is great. Once in a while, they do these weird kind of um, off the wall. One was a claymation. One was, you know, kind of. So they do these where they just go off on a whole other tangent. Yeah. And, back, and then they come back. But love it, yeah, love I, it, love it. A lot of people have told me to watch it. I just haven't gotten into it. Yeah, it's been it's been uh, it's been a fun ride. 
and uh, I've got a few seasons to go. So, all right, what's your next one? Uh, my next one, I think this is one you enjoy as well. Yeah, is, uh, the Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, hard to say I'm binging that, although I want to be binging it. It it is a current show. Yeah, it's a current show. So, like tonight, I'm where I'm taping tonight. Probably is taping mm-hmm. right now. Uh, after another show, we'll talk about it in a second. But that is a freak. That's that's a freak show. You can't be more. I mean, they might as well be geocachers. They yeah. are trying to solve a puzzle. They spent all kinds of money traveling and trying to solve this puzzle. They keep figuring out different ways to do it, bringing other people in. Um, it's uh, the general idea of the show is there's this ranch in the middle of an Indian reservation. Yes. That is allegedly haunted, and people for hundreds of years have been trying to figure out what's wrong with it. Well, they've got some pretty legit scientists in there now trying to figure it out. And every week they get more questions. Uh, and jumping in. Yeah, they, you know, it is. It's pretty tense, too. And I don't know the answer. It's either totally made up or uh, it's really good. And well, it's not that far from me. I already looked it up. Yeah, and it's see, not that far from me. Although, you know, Bubba and Bubba's brother that are on there carrying the shotgun and the, oh, the, the AR-15, I'm probably not going to try to sneak on it. The security, um, the security guy is over the top douchey. I don't know how to put it. How to put it? He's over the top. The, the guy that with the the, the, yeah. the guy with the the security guy. He's like, well, you know, we're not you're not doing that here on this property. Like early on, they're like. Well, the one guy's like, we need to do some digging to see. He goes, no, you're not digging on this property. Not while yeah. I'm alive. And it's like, oh, gosh, you're such a jerk. But um, yeah, I don't know how much of that is for TV, right? But uh, it is a odd. good show, though. Yeah, it is odd because I don't really like the 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 show. I don't like the shows that are on that are the paranormal, the haunted, blah, blah, blah. No, this but, one could have a real explanation to it. Yeah, because they showed this is kind of a mix, and I like the fact that, that it's kind of a mix. They've got, you've got part of it is paranormal, which is fine. I, I I don't I don't hate it. I just never been really drawn to watching that. But you mean because it's imaginary crap, or well, no reason? Okay. But <laughs> the interesting thing about it is there's that science side of it. Yes, there's definitely something going on, and I know people are gonna be like, oh yeah, right, sure, but. They've shown because the one guy that's on there that they brought in, he seems pretty sane. Some of the other guys are kind of out of the out right, of the right. But he, but they've shown they've gotten, uh, I mean, unless it's entirely made up, I don't think yeah, they unless do that. they're lying about it, yeah, unless they're lying there. There's radiation levels are weird. Um, if you do kind of get because they found that one kind of uh ravine looking, you know, like a sinkhole looking thing with rock. And he got down in there, and he's like, "There's something wrong down here." So, do you think if the government had the property before them, there would really be anything going on? I blame the government for something actually going on. Um, <laughs> it's not far. Know, yeah, nuclear it, testing. Um, it, it's if some government type facility that had it. You know, they companies have been busted before for disposing of hazardous waste illegally. Right. If that hazardous waste is up under that ground, and it's you know seeping into the groundwater, and it's it's, or it's radioactive material or whatever that could cause a lot of the stuff that they're talking about. Yeah. Um, the, the, the cows are dying. They got, yeah. they have a lot of weird, they've had now, a lot of, that doesn't explain why there's hundreds of years of stuff there. Right. 
So that's explains what that could explain the modern stuff, but why was it way back in the day? And the skinwalker part, that's an Indian legend um, yeah. that they, you know, they, they explained it on the show, but like I've read that in fictional books before they've referenced those, that skinwalker legend before. And something's going on before, like it's not just nuclear fallout or whatever. There's something going on there that's been going on, like you said, for some time. There's some natural yeah. phenomenon that's going on that's causing some of this to occur. And so, well, the lights, where are these lights coming from? It's really, I mean, yeah, I, they showed it and they're like, I'm going to blame it on the Russians. I saw <laughs> Red Dawn, both of them. I know what's up. Yeah, I saw the first one. I, don't, I didn't even attempt the second one because I heard it wasn't very good. But. Uh, it was not the original. Yeah. But it was still pretty good. It was actually pretty good. And I was a big fan of the original. It scared the crap out of me when I was a little kid. Oh, I did. Me too. I loved um, it. And okay. then, of course, yeah. of course, the sequel to uh, to Red Dawn was Dirty Dancing. But that's that's for another Yeah, show. yeah, yeah. That's for... They beat the Russians and celebrated with dancing, right? Because, you know, you had... Uh, 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 Jennifer Gray and what's his name? Tells you how Patrick much. Who's who is? Uh, yeah, Patrick Patrick yeah. Swayze. Yeah, Patrick. He, he, uh, is, he has left us. He may be buried on Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> um, okay, next. So you're is, next. Well, Curse of Oak Island, which is you've watched. Oh gosh, yes. I don't, we binged I, the heck out of that. Yeah, I've watched every episode at least probably three or four times. Um, I don't know why more geocachers don't get into. Oh, thank you, Dave. There's a trackable discovery tonight for anybody watching the video. Yep. Yep. Mr. Houston, Texas, Dave. Um, uh, yeah, Curse of Oak Island is a lot of fun. It, and if you're, if you're, if you're hardcore and you're diehard, you'll stick with it. Now there's many episodes where you will, nothing will happen. And that's kind of weird to say, but they will not really, I mean, they found and people, you know, I've had people, it's kind of like a uh, Bigfoot. Well, you haven't proved there's a Bigfoot. Well, and so people are like, well, you haven't found this, the giant treasure on Oak Island. Yeah, but they found stuff. I mean, because people are like, oh, it's not real. Nothing's ever been, no, nobody's ever proven that they, that they buried anything there. You know, I have a different opinion of it, but I'm just as hooked. Mm -hmm. So, I don't think there's anything buried there. However, I am fascinated yeah. by every little thing. It's basically like watching gamblers slowly gamble away all their money. Look at the casino and people watching. These guys, they'll find like a little shard of something. Yeah. And they have a whole new theory. And they found some because this is so famous, as soon as they find like one thing, there's somebody that has a conspiracy theory out there that oh, sure. explains all this. They bring them in. And they all get hyped up again. Yeah, um, it's the Spanish. It's uh, this was, uh, you know, this was uh, you know for uh, you know, brought from France, and a lot of those things are are good. I mean, they as you know, you've seen it. They they yeah. have found they found rings, deep enough anywhere you're going to find stuff coins. Yeah, yeah, they found they found the, the, a lot of surface stuff, which I think helps kind of keep keep the flow. It fuels it. Yeah, it's enough to watch, but. Uh, Christy laughs at me because that's basically my attitude when I'm out cashing. Like she'll be like, I didn't find it. You know, I'm out. You know, yeah. she, she loses interest really quick. I'm like, Oh, give me one more minute. You know, that urge you get where you're like, but it could be right around this corner. 
and it yeah. could be right here. Just give me another minute. Yeah. Um, Curse of Oak Island. I don't know if that's the one Direwolf's asking about, but um, Christy just walked in to refill my drink for that's for another show. Yep. And she whispered that Hunting Hitler was better. <laughs> hunting Hitler. Hunting Hitler was a good show because uh, we know that a lot of them. You know, a lot of the fugitives or whatever you want to call them, they uh, uh, they came over to South America. So, okay, this know. one, uh, what was the name of the show again? So that's uh, Curse of Oak Island. Curse of Oak Island. Honey, uh, talk about Honey Hitler also. If you haven't watched Honey Hitler yep. and you like mysteries and history at all, mm-hmm. don't do it unless you're in a global pandemic like we are right now and you have a lot of time to kill. Because it's, it's, I, well, see, and the problem was, and I, I talked about this in my in my first book, well, that sounds real haughty, doesn't it? But I did mention in the book about I actually was like those guys. I was like Marty um, and his brother. So I'm just having geocache where they're digging and really throw them off. There's <laughs> actually a huge series right around there. Yeah, there are some. Right. I like to go up there because, you know, that we could go see Pete Young at Diby Geocaching. He he invited us to come up, and so I, I need to go up there sometime. But um, Forged in Fire is mentioned. Love Forged in Fire. But Hunting Hitler was fascinating enough that both my older teen and my younger daughter, which is not a teen at the time, they were glued to this show all weekend. We binge watched this. This wasn't even in a pandemic. This was a regular weekend where we had stuff planned. Yep. We didn't leave the house. We watched this thing over and over, and they wanted to stay up. They can stay up later than me. I'm older. But yeah. <laughs> they're like, let's, let's watch one more episode. I'm like, I'm dying here. I'm dying. So Yeah, I... Uh... But yeah, I, I actually read, I wish I kept it, but I had that actual reader's digest that they reference in the in the book in the in the show. I had a copy of that. And now you can't buy it. I mean, you, you yeah. can spend a lot of money, but I wish I still had that. I I watched Audi, yeah, I watched all the Lego Masters. I haven't seen Lego Masters yet, so I watched the whole thing. Uh that was a great show, uh, to a point. Um, but it was interesting. Lego Masters was really good. Uh, you can go catch that. Uh, Will Arnett was the uh, was the host, and of course he's Batman. So. Yeah. All right. Next, on to yours. On to your uh, some sort of uh, podcast you're listening to, other than yeah, our show. podcast, and it's not geocaching related at all. Right. Um, and it'll sound odd when, I, but I'll explain uh, why I even bring it up. But okay. So. It's called the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, and it, obviously it's a working out podcast, mm-hmm. health and nutrition stuff too. But the reason why I got so hooked on this one as opposed to many of the other ones I'm listening to, yeah, um, I had to do some training a while back, and I was traveling. Right. So first I went down and had it was like two back to back weeks of travel. One right. was to see my daughter compete national championships this year. Yeah, you know when sports still happened, um, and uh, after that I had to fly from there to a training for work. And I was flying to like this little bitty town in on the border of North Carolina and South Carolina. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm already kind of out of my element for a week and I have to get back on. And I try to stick to a pretty st- uh, strict like health and fitness regimen because of just health issues and everything else. Right. Right. Um, so they didn't have anything there in that area that was like, I didn't want to go to like the box gyms and stuff like that. It's like, Oh my gosh, this is terrible. Yeah. So, um, and I knew this was going to be like a, this is a big 10 day span with all this. Right. And I, I didn't want to be grumpy and unhealthy and everything else. So I, I found on Facebook, this guy owned a gym in town and uh, it was like a private gym. 
like, you know, for like really serious competitors and stuff like that. And it was a long shot, but I reached out to the guy and I also found out he had a podcast. So uh, he was a podcaster. So I reached out to him and said, Hey, I saw that you had the podcast and you have the gym in town and this is a long shot, but uh, you know, is there any chance I could, I'll pay, you know, just tell me what it is. Yeah. Um, Cause it's like a really high end gym, right? I'll pay. Just let me know. I only been in town for four days, but it's been on the end of a 10 day trip. And I just, sure. I don't want to come back home feeling grungy and stuff. Right. And uh, he was like, Oh yeah, absolutely. Come on out. We'll, you know, we'll figure it out. Come on out. Um, so I get out there and uh, like, so it's a 24 hour gym and that's like, you know, fob into it, mm-hmm. but it's, it's small. It's exclusive. There's only certain people there. Oh, wow. So you fob into the gym. He gives me a fob, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, I fob yeah. into the gym. we get to work out for days. And then I, I get meet up with him towards the end. He goes, yeah, we'll meet up at the end. And mm-hmm. he was just checking to make sure I wasn't some weirdo. Right. That's, sure. that's how he was saying. We'll work it out. Yeah. He didn't charge me a dime. Wow. This is the best gym I've ever worked out in before, which was just such a relief. having been gone for so long. Right. You yeah. know, get some normalcy back in your schedule. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, and so we got to talking for a while too, because him and his wife, uh, they run the gym is for fiance or wife. Um, right. but he also podcast every day. Oh, wow. Seven days a week. He podcast and he has the podcast studio set up in the gym. So we kind of got into that conversation too, you know? Yeah. Um, and he does it. They're short podcasts, but he does it just for his people. Oh, cool. So he does it for the people because he's a trainer, right? He's like, sure. the owner. he's also a trainer to serious training and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, he, uh, like he really provides a lot of, and he's like, he's got degrees in it. He was a professional for a long. I mean, like he's a really knowledgeable guy. Yeah. Um, but he provides these little chunks of things and it's not like, you know, come join my gym. He's not advertising for his gym or anything else. He's really giving out information and it's good information. That's, uh, that's helpful to people. Cause it's like the mental side of it. Right. There's a lot of, right. people have a lot of mental hangups on working out and getting healthy and stuff. Sure. And, uh, it's, uh, I think Chris, it's called brutal fitness. Yeah. Brutal fitness. Something like that. Yeah. She, she, she's giving me the wrong one. It's, uh, it's in the show notes, right? Yeah. It's brutal in the show notes. So, uh, but, uh, it was really good. Brutal iron. It's really good. Uh, it's brutal iron gym podcast. Yeah, um, I'll put it, I'll put it really, up on the screen. It's a really good podcast. Now, obviously extremely niche, right? Like, like geocaching is a niche podcast. This is an extremely niche podcast because sure. it's people that are pretty serious at working out and are doing certain things. And um, it was, he was just a really nice guy. Didn't charge me a dime. Um, and uh, I, I kind of got cooked on his podcast at that point. And yeah. he puts it out so regularly, I always have ones to listen to. Oh, cool. So even before this pandemic, it was something every day. And sometimes they're like an hour, but sometimes they're a lot shorter, right? right. But uh, I've been hooked on it ever since then. And, you know, I kind of met the guy before I really got into his podcast. So it was kind of the reverse of the normal thing. And uh, it was just a really, really interesting business model. We talked for a long time about business and everything else, but so I've been hooked on that one ever since then. Totally outside of this, but you know, the connection is kind of like the podcast connection and you know, somebody in business and somebody that's really trying to provide a good service for people. Yeah. He's got his business model. He has to make his money, but he's really trying to provide a good uh, service for people. So that's cool. Outside of this is kind of a, you know, the, the connection to, to our list tonight. That's good. That's awesome. <laughs> what happened to this being a geocaching podcast? That's what I really, that was my, I put that in the banner. Hey, um, we're getting to it. Stick yeah, with us. Yeah, well, you know, we're kind of doing a little bit of both, right? Because this, really nice. this is kind of just for fun, but 
this will kind of also explain where a lot of our opinions on things come from as well. I think so. Yeah. Um, all right. So one more, and then we are going to do a geocaching question yeah, next. Absolutely. So stay tuned to that. Do you, you still hear me? I bumped my cable. Yep. Still hear you. Okay, good. Because if I bump my audio cable, usually you lose me. So all right. Last one. And Last we're going one. to do a geocaching question. Then we're going to get back into some weird stuff too. Not weird, but different. Uh, last show, and I've watched all of them, and I, it's it's disappointing when you get to the end of a series. This is a series that's not coming back. Um, but you, I highly recommend it. Part of it is because, and this kind of gets into really why many people watch shows, because it is. Uh, I had a, I spent thirty years in IT, so. It's called the IT crowd, or there's a debate about it's called the it crowd. Uh, it's on Netflix. I'm familiar uh, with the show. Yeah, the IT crowd, um, but loved it. I'm not a big British comedy fan. Typically. I love British comedy and drama, but. Yeah, because you're like, you're a BritBox guy now, right? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So BritBox, not that we're we're sponsored by BritBox, but we'll take a sponsor if they're, <laughs> out, if they're out there listening. Let us know. That's right. Uh, Geocache talk at gmail.com. Just send us. <laughs> but uh, it was just the relationship of the people that were on that show is fat is great. Yeah. Um, it's been great. I mean, I've I've watched every episode of that. I watched every episode of the British Baking Show. I know that's weird, but I did. I watched every one of those it, and. I can't wait for the next. It's like that's a show that's still going. IT crowd, they've all moved on. And all yeah, that. those really don't get my attention. And, you know, not shocker, but IT office space is not my thing. Yeah. Uh, I, which it's great for everybody that likes it, but it, it, it's, it's a, not my thing. It's a, it's a little bit wacky. Um, it's sort of wacky to the point of it being very British. It has that weird kind of. This would never happen in real life. Why is Richmond in the the red the the room with the red door and they won't let him come out? But then he does come out periodically, and I don't know. It's great. Oh yeah, Doctor you're not yeah. to me, but that's okay. Yeah. All right. A geocaching question. The okay. Geocaching, the geocaching question of the day. That's not really good, but it's geocaching question of the moment. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I will put it up on the screen for you to start with. So here we go. A geocaching question for you, Jesse. What one cache type do you not hide that often, but might begin to hide more? So um, the cache type that I had the least is letterboxes. Right. Letterbox um, hybrids. Letterbox hybrids, yeah. I've hit the letterbox too. Um, yeah, outside of geocaching game, right? But um, so letterboxes. Do people still? Sorry to interrupt. Do people still hide letterboxes? Just struggling? oh yeah, absolutely. It's still going. Know. I don't think we have any around here. I right wouldn't anymore. recommend people getting into it because it's not maintained like geocaching is. They don't have the same structure and backbone. No. There are some amazing letterboxes out there, mm -hmm. non-geocaching letterboxes out there, right. with hand card stamps and everything else. But that is not the norm from what I've found. Um, right. So that, I'm not digging on letterboxing or anything like that. But for me, when I say letterbox, I'm talking about geocaching, right? Obviously. Yeah. Um, 
So letterboxes and so the caveat to or the you know the second yeah. part of that is a, I know it's not a type, although we refer to it as a type, right? Uh, gadget caches. Yeah. So I'm probably gonna end up combining both of those because I've done that before, but I've always wanted to rehide a new version of the caches that got destroyed at GW 14er. Oh yeah. Spent a lot of time working on those and they were really simple, right? I'm not a gadget cache builder. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I like it, but I've not done that many ever. Sure. Um, so I would really like to at least redo that one series. So yeah. another six or seven caches that are gadget caches and letterboxes. Sure. Um, and you know, maybe the, uh, the letterbox part of it will be they have to get through the gadget cache to get the stamp, you know, that kind of deal. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I really enjoyed building those before. Now they got destroyed in one weekend, yeah. but at the same time, lots of people found them, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not building for mega, but I will build one for just somewhere around. The biggest problem with that is what's held me back. Um, now I've hidden letterboxes for other people mm -hmm. and for events and stuff, but I've only technically hidden three for me, yeah. um, I think I've only but, hit, I've only hit one, but so I would like to build maybe seven more. So you know, evens me out of ten. Yeah, 10 for letter boxes, but really nice ones, and maybe take some of that that old ones that I built for GW fourteener. Yeah, the stuff that I'm learning from uh, from Chad. Maybe add a few LEDs to it. You know, some mm -hmm. other stuff mm -hmm. like that. Definitely thinking about what we're going to do Tuesday coming up, which I'm not going to say and ruin it, but the one Tuesday we're doing coming up, that'll play yeah. right into the letterbox that I, I would like to hide. Yeah. On um, the Gadget Talk. Uh, yeah, Gadget Talk next Tuesday. That's the one I've really neglected as far as even, evenly mm -hmm. spreading that out evenly. That's, that's right. what I would say. Um, so I definitely want to hide more letterboxes, but I also want to hide some that are like the actual letterbox hybrids where – you use directions to get there, not just yeah. put a stamp in it. Uh, so that's interesting. That. Just finding our way mentioned the letterboxes don't allow the field puzzle attribute. I did not know that. That's okay. It'll still be a gadget cache anyway. We'll work around it. Yep. There's always um, a workaround. Doesn't have to have the attribute. Nope. I mean, it's nice to have it, but um, okay, cool. Uh, my answer to that one is uh, multi caches, just like uh, Hacklebus mentioned. Mm -hmm. Multis. I've done some, but I've sort of neglected, I think, multis. I'm in an area, and I always mention this, but some people know because maybe others are like me. I'm in an area where if you can find somebody, if you have somebody come in and find a geocache, you're like, oh my gosh, somebody came to town and found a geocache. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like alert the local press because um, there was people geocaching today, which I don't know you're supposed to do that, but. They were out geocaching. Yeah, there's some areas. There are some areas. Yeah. Um, but we it's so rare. Like you're the where I go you helped me with that we put out there, it's probably been found like three times in four years or five years. Or, what a good container. I know it's perfect. I don't know where I got that container either. I think I bought it online. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I got so, it from um, Jesse's awesome.com. I got it from Jesse, but yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a reverse where I go. It's fun. It's in a neat spot. It's a little tricky to get to the final, but that's part of the fun. And yeah, probably three times in 17 years or whatever, 25 years. It's been fun. Yeah, 50 years at least 50 years. Um, but um, I need to, 
Oh wow, how about that? He's only now that is a pretty good stat. That is one in book, in your one book. It's gonna yeah, and I think it's gonna make the third edition that I'm working on. I'm working on the third edition. Spoiler alert. Um, I'm not prepared, I'm not ready to to send out the third edition yet, but I am working on it. Yeah. And man, there's a lot of changes in third edition, but that's a uh, Wilson for another day. But multicaches, I I I, I like I don't know about you. I, I like finding a good multicache. Um, and I always, I kind of mentioned one sometimes that um, stands out. And that's where all of the. Um, <laughs> Chances, I know a podcast you can watch. But, uh, I will be watching it. Absolutely. Is there a gadget podcast somewhere? Ah, yeah, that'd be cool. No, so. You know what I'm saying? But you understand, if, if if the stages of a multi are really cool, like one we found one time, um, we get to we get to stage two or whatever. I'm with the, the Motley Cash and Crew, so there's five of us out there, and we're like, we're looking around. We're like, oh, great. We're, here's another multi that's screwed up, and we're at a park bench, and we're looking, and we're like, oh, man, this is not good. And somebody noticed that one of the bolts that was you know fully bolted down, you couldn't move it, but the person had taken, un, un, unbolted it, took the washer, and they etched information into the washer. Oh, wow. Put it back on and bolted it down tight. And you could see, if you looked at it, you're like, oh, there's something on this washer. So you're looking at it, you know, and you're like, oh, my gosh, here's the clue right here. I That's thought, great. oh, Man, and so every stage of that multi was like that. There was something really cool that the person had did uh, all the way up to the final. It was like, now that, that's what a multicast should be like. So are, is that what yours are going to be like? I'm going to try. Okay. I really want, it may not be a huge 10-stage deal because things disappear so often out here. It's but, too bad that you don't have access to hundreds, if not... <laughs> couple thousand people that can yeah. help you come up with great ideas for your multi Help me, right. I wish people would send me an idea for my multi-cache, um, geocachetalk at gmail.com, which they could help because I want to do something like that. Yeah. You know, you, you're not hurting anything. You're not destroying well, property. crowdsource it, right? Might as yeah. well crowdsource it. We have the we'll crowdsource we have access it. to it. Help me out and um, – Hopefully, Let's go carry the ultimate multicash. Yeah, because you know my percent favorite points. Because the one I the one I always mention is one of my favorites, which uh, that I I loved hiding and people love finding is still out there. It's the one that's the the sundial. Yeah, you have, to, you have to you have to build all the parts are there. You have to contract you know make the contraption sort of make the the uh, um, um, the sundial, and then you got to see. Um, wow, that's awesome. 105 that's, finds. Yeah. That's what you're looking for right there. That's the yeah. benchmark there. That is a, that is a extremely high Wilson rating. And that's what it takes for the 201 book is you got to have a very, very high Wilson rating to, to, uh, maintain that. So, all right, so there we go. So let's move on. Okay. Let me drop that. We're moving on to the next topic. That was a fun one. We're moving on. The next weird oh, weird topic. I'm I'm kind of on the weird topic thing tonight. Yeah, we're going back and forth, right? Weird and then normal and weird. Weird, normal, weird, normal. Um, 
But you know what? I think they all make sense. I don't think anything has surprised anybody yet. Right. Um, okay. We're on to a, a, an interesting way to put it. Uh, what are one or two shows? We'll just do two. Yeah. One or two shows that you will never watch. Um, ever. Ever. And we can call it the, you know, you can put a gun to my head and I'm never going to watch that show or whatever. However you want to, however you want to, Word it. Not that that's really true, but um, a show that you're never going to sit down and watch, you will flip by it every single time. Or if somebody goes, "Hey, you should go watch whatever," and you go, "Hey, I'm not going to do that." All right, you're first. Tiger King. Ah, oh, see, you're missing out. That is a hilarious train wreck. I don't have time in a pandemic. When you have all the time in the world, I have I don't have a single moment to watch that show. I don't, I'm I'm booked. I'm book solid. I have no time for that. I, I no thought we all watched it. Um, <laughs> no. All of us was home because they no. got kicked out of the dorms for the pandemic. Uh-uh. And now I don't know if that was released before or after the pandemic started, but uh, it is a rolling train wreck that gets crazier with every episode and. Now, I may not have watched it if it wasn't for the pandemic. Okay. I think you're missing out, Gary. I'm telling you, you're missing out. I think the well, problem is you don't drink. That's the problem. Maybe that's it. Well, <laughs> what's funny about that, too, by the way, is uh, Caleb, who was on last Sunday, he's interviewed the guy. Oh, uh, gosh. In, in fact, uh, he, the Norman, because. You know, Caleb used to be in Norman, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. as the, the editor of that newspaper. And um, they had to change the rules, like official rules for their all of their parades. Because they have, you know, m- most major cities will have, you know, four or five parades a year, whatever. You know, Christmas parade or whatever. So... You no longer can have a live tiger in a cage and you can't ride on top of it. That's now a rule. Oh, you're just going to do that too. You're not allowed to. Yeah. But, um, that shows a mess. It is really a mess. Yeah. Well, he was he was running for office in Oklahoma. You know this. You're, you're a big fan of this this show and this this guy and, and all this. But I don't um, know if I'd watch it under normal circumstances, but I watched it during the pandemic and it was hilarious. So <laughs> tug back a few and you're like, uh, what's the latest Tiger King on? You know, you have to tug back a lot to watch that show, in my opinion. But, you know, all right. Oh, over to you. <laughs> over one. to me. OK, well, Sharon already guessed my very first one. Uh, oh, yeah. Real Housewives of Any. anything. 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 I don't care if it's like. I think Orange County is one of them. I don't oh, care. Birmingham, Alabama, you know, I, I yeah. don't care any I, real housewives of anything. I couldn't imagine what would influence me to sit through a whole episode of one of those. Oh, come on, man. Much less watch the, I just, oh, they're the worst. The fighting and all everything that. about society. I have never watched any, but I've seen the, we've seen the previews, but I mean, I don't understand. I, I, under, I mean, I guess people say they watch it because. You know, they're a mess, and that's interesting. But I couldn't. Oh, I, I like. I can't. I've seen like thirty seconds because there's clips on other shows that I've seen of it. You know, mm-hmm. sure. I can't say that I know enough about it. That's true. But they make me 
want to murder somebody. <laughs> and I don't want to murder people. Right. Those shows, any of that type of personality and just self-absorbent, just I'm better than everybody. And oh my gosh, a bachelor type show. That's probably the exact same cast, right? When they get older, yeah. they go to housewives. So I yeah. guess they become a bachelor and then they get married and they go to housewives then. Um, oh. I can't stomach those shows for like two seconds. Yeah, I that's no. I can't do it. Out. I, I can't right. even say cleanly on this show how much I hate stuff like that. I Which just, is ugh. yeah. So here's the interesting. This is uh this is mine. This is where we definitely differ, I think. Okay. And that is, as you said, fill in the blank, real housewives of whatever. Yeah. CSI whatever, fill in the blank. Right. Out. Not watching a single episode. Now I watched a lot of Law and Order. And I don't know if, if you've ever had this happen to you, Jesse, where um, I watched so much of that show. It's like, I don't want to see any more of it. I, I kind yeah, of yeah. burned myself out. Now I like Law and Order. Yeah, I watched I watched several. Uh, I, like I said, I, we used to binge watch that show. It's like, uh, I can't watch it, uh, any of the reruns or anything anymore. It's just I'm, I burned but out. you watched them for a while. You just got burned out on the show. I did. Many of them. But CSI, um, Criminal Minds, um anything of that nature see you just went over the limit with criminal minds that i know you I know you love criminal minds criminal minds is great it is ridiculous if you know anything about law enforcement or the yeah. fbi or life it is ridiculous <laughs> the stuff that they do but it's so entertaining and i'm a serial killer nut anyway right i love reading about that oh, yeah. those crimes that people get away with and that kind yeah. of you know that kind of stuff but uh it's uh, I love that show. I, I love it. It is absolutely ridiculous, but I love whole, it. That whole, and you probably we, people can mention others probably in the chat room, but there's mm -hmm. there's that whole. It's almost like its own genre, the whole CSI, you know, um, cold case. Yeah. Now, cold case is well. Is that it, different? If you're talking about the fictionalized one, yeah. Yeah. But, now, like true crime versus fictionalized crime. Yeah, no. but I, I get sucked into – I laugh at a lot of them, and I can't watch them, but I get sucked <laughs> into kind of the law enforcement shows sometimes, you know, like the – like uh, – Well, see, now I'm – Blue Bloods. Oh, right. Yeah. How, how is that even possible? That guy's like 150, and he's still cooler than both of us combined. Yeah. And I don't understand true. how that is. He just gets cooler every year. Um, but what that show's good. I, I get sucked into those. I can't help it, even though they're unrealistic. Which is funny because we're also, Susan and I are basically binge watch Live PD, which is a whole Live PD is oh, a whole. Yeah. Ozark. That, oh, yeah. I've heard about it. I've heard about that one. Oh, my gosh. So good. Third season just came out. It's a drama, right? Of some kind. Yeah. I watched a few minutes. I was about to go to bed. And I was like, I'm going to watch the first 30 minutes of The Witcher. Oh, uh, yeah. I watched about because I, I I like sci-fi and fantasy and big Lord of the Rings fan, so I watched the first thirty minutes and I was like I might watch this. It it's on the potentially SWAT. Yeah, there's another one. It's like I've seen a few episodes of that, but yeah. All right, next one. Um, your other you have uh, another one that that you hate that you'll never. Well, watch. Kind of, they all kind of fall into one category, right? <laughs> this one is more vile than any of the housewives or bachelor or any of those other shows. It's mm -hmm. dancing moms. Dancing moms. 
It's not dancing moms though. It's dancing kids. It's right. moms of dance kids is what the right. show is. Like soccer moms. They're Yeah, yeah. It's um, not the kids fault. It's the mo- mothers that are the problem. It's a bunch of beasts forcing their kids and screaming at them and like I, it, it has to be fa- I've seen a few I haven't ever seen a whole episode or anything else, but I've seen a few like clips and stuff like that and I've walked through. Mm-hmm. Sadly to admit, other people in my house do watch the show and no way. And the way I see them screaming at these kids. Yes. I can't even imagine for five seconds, somebody coming half as close to that, to screaming at my kid. Oh my. They would never. Anyway, we'll move on. Yeah. All right. We're moving on. All right. How can you treat kids that way? I hope it's fake. I really hope it's fake. So. Right. All right. Next question. It is the following. Okay. Geocaching question. What part of the U.S. are you really itching to go geocaching in? Not uh, like not like physically itching, like you have a rash, but you know. So you want to go first? You want me to go first? Go ahead. I'll let you go first. So this is one that's got me happy and sad both, right? Like there's one place like, left in the U.S. I mean, I want to go everywhere. Christy had to point uh, out she's not the one watching of the, the ladies. She, okay. Um, uh, there's... We went to Hawaii last year. Yep. And awesome trip. We've talked about it several times, but I had so mm-hmm. much fun. Even though it wasn't a geocaching trip, I had to do a lot of geocaching. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. There's one, I mean, I want to go to several places to geocache, right? So separately than that. But the one that ranks the number one for me right now and why I'm happy and sad about it is Alaska. Yep. Um, the reason I'm happy and sad about it is, one, we've been looking forward to this for a long time. So we really planned this out. Yeah, and it was going to be tacked on to Seattle 2020 mm-hmm. for our HU celebration. It's also the CFO and my 22nd anniversary. Mm-hmm. So we're going to make a special trip up to Alaska, finish out our 50th state, um, go to headquarters, do all the hoopla headquarters and stuff too, and then but get to spend some good time in Alaska, just us hanging out in nature and stuff like that, and right. enjoying it. And um, I'm sad because. Potentially, Alaska could still happen this year. Yeah. That's iffy, but it may not happen for our anniversary, and it's definitely not going to happen in association with the 2020 event. Right. Um, and uh, I, Alaska is one of those that itching is really is. I'm burning to go to Alaska. Yeah. I've always wanted to go. I've never made it to Alaska. Um, and I mean, I live in Colorado, right? It's a beautiful place. Oh yeah, love. Colorado. I moved here because it's beautiful. Right. But Alaska is one of those things that I think I'm going to go to and it's going to take my breath away. Yeah. I've never heard anybody go. I went to Alaska. Eh, it was okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Like everybody's like, it was the most amazing thing ever. You know, I understand why people don't live there as much because it's, it's a harsh environment. You have to be tough to live there. Yeah, you do. Um, but I'm just, I'm dying to go there. And oh, so now man. it may be pushed a year. It may not, it may not go, but uh, Hawaii last week. week. Uh, oh yeah. Hawaii is great. Uh, and the people are great there too, but um, we both cash so, Hawaii. That's kind of interesting. That's right. Uh, but Alaska is so far at the top of my U.S. list. Yeah, not a close second to it right now. Right. Mine is interesting. Um, mine is Arizona, New Mexico, and I've been to Arizona, New Mexico. We have to go through some time. I, I think I've done both, and I, you and I have done this. Where we've been to a lot of states because I went to a lot of states prior to. Oh, okay. Uh, That's cool. 
I want, still want to get to Alaska to fight wildfires along with caching. That's that is the least expected comment tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty awesome. Uh, what's funny is we've uh, our North Dakota fans uh, are in there. They're pushing for North Dakota. I'd like to go North Dakota and geocache. That'd be awesome. I have been North Dakota, but I've just got to skirt the edge of it. I didn't yeah, really know spends out the time. Yeah. But yeah, um, bunch of cool caches out there. I love caching last year in West Texas. Um, I like that open type areas. Mm-hmm. And there's some really unbelievable caches out there. Um, the Indiana Jones series or whatever you want to call it. There's a couple big Indiana Jones caches out in Arizona. Can't wait to go to that. So it's a neat area of the country. Uh, I found a cache in New Mexico, Colorado, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever found one in Arizona. I've been to Arizona, but that was before before we were geocaching. So that was way back in the day. So um, anyway, yep. So that was mine. All right. Ready to move on? Yes, we can move on. Um, you know, we're covering a that lot. That makes me ache for Alaska now. I know. I'm so sorry. I, I'm going to make it there, though. The right. CFO has promised to take me there, so I'm going. Um, go ahead and give us okay. your – let me go – well, should I go first? Yeah, either way. Yeah, I'll read it. Yeah, so what are you reading during the pandemic? So besides yeah. Held for Ransom, which is our book club book. Yeah, I'm reading that. I'm, in, I'm on Chapter 12. Oh, look at you. So, yeah, making making progress, making progress. I'm listening to it. See, I'm a big audio – I'm an audio listener of – books except for uh this one and i haven't finished it i've read i've read looks like i'm halfway and uh it's uh neil gaiman's norse mythology mm-hmm. right in my wheelhouse that's my wheelhouse right there i don't know if you do this with your books this is a little side thing i don't dog ear pages but i will take advantage of the the cover do you ever mm-hmm. do that so do you do his bookmark? I do that and much worse. So do this you, is where we about this the other night, right? On the yeah, you write in your books. I write in my books. Oh my I, god! I highlight. I make notes in the margins. I dog yeah. the pages. Now yeah. of regular books, right now, not right. if I got a collector's edition of a book, but in a yeah. regular book that I'm, especially that I'm learning something out of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, it's um, uh, it's my book. I'm gonna keep it. I do what I want with it. I hope to learn something that ever. So I'm going to make notes all in it. He's got a lot of, I, I, um, and this kind of gets into also, I tend to binge an author. So, mm-hmm. you know, I will go through and this one. I love you got, you'll love this one. Yeah. I, I've heard good things about it, but I haven't, I have not yeah. read that. It's almost written in short story form. So every chapter is almost like its own separate story, a uh, separate short story. They're all tied together a little bit, but each one has a, little bit of a short story, but like um, Malcolm Gladwell, I binge listened to everything yeah. he everything he's ever written. I uh, as far as book in book form, I, re- I read Outliers. I read all, I read every one of his, um, listened to every one of his books. So anyway, so but you got a you got a you got a plethora. So it's to write, highlight, and dog your books on tape, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah you're. Your That's the uh, one section of my books. You know, we talk about this of the three ways I consume them. Um, 
I've got a couple that I'll bring up, and it's kind of more Corona stuff than the others. I, I'm always reading detective novels and stuff like that. We can't talk about that the other night, right? But yeah, um, the uh, I'm reading two books right now. Um, one may or not be interesting, may or may not be interesting for anybody, right? But it's uh, yeah, it's, it's called Starting Strength. It's a a workout fitness book. But there's two reasons I'm reading it. One for personal knowledge. I want to read it for personal knowledge. Right. But two, I have the uh, whenever it happens again, because school doesn't happen right now, but yeah. I've had the fortunate opportunity for the last couple of years to be able to help coach uh, strength coach for a local wrestling team. Oh, cool. And, you know, young kids and they're just starting high school, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're just kind of working into the strength part of their, uh, of their, you know, their fitness journey, so to speak. Yeah. So the more knowledge I can get, I don't get paid. I'm just a volunteer coach or whatever, but, it's really great to see these kids work on something positive in high school. They get up early on the, in the morning and do it or, or all summer long. They're doing something positive instead of going out doing, you know, stuff yeah. that people did in high school. Sure. Um, somebody, I don't know, me, maybe. Um, <laughs> but uh, So that's great. So anything I can do to like kind of help me learn more that so I can pass that on. It's great. So I've been enjoying reading, even though it's like reading a textbook. Right. But, right. But it's for knowledge. And then the other one is, uh, so Miley is home from school right now. Yeah. Um, so for the first couple of weeks, it was kind of, you know, in there was spring break and everything else. We didn't know what the school was going to do. So we started doing our own homeschool. Right. Uh, I don't know if you're talking about us. She can't Thomas stay. Leo. Well, thank you. I think, yeah. we're talking, I think Sarah's talking about us. I think I'll take it as us. Thank there you, you go. Um, so I'm reading a book that I read a long time ago and you, everybody has probably read it, but I'm rereading it as an adult Okay, so along with her for her schooling. Yeah. Oh, cool. And it's the diary of Anne Frank. Yes. Uh, different readers reading it as an adult. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it, it, it is a unique book. The, the kind of connection to it is way, way back before geocaching when I went to Europe. Right. I was younger. Yeah. I went to the museum that was the house. Mm. Mm-hmm. tied into this. So I have kind of a connection to this as well. Sure. Um, but now my daughter's reading it and I kind of know what's going to happen, but I'm rereading it again. Right. And it's, it's an emotional book to read. It's pretty it, interesting. It really is. I remember reading that in high school and, and um, you know, it, it is, it's a, it's a gripping book. I mean, yeah. if you really, you know, if you're not, most people that are reading it are like seventh graders, right? Most adults aren't picking that up. They read it a long time ago. Right. So uh, that's a, it, but interesting. Uh, she's, so she's reading that in college, obviously, because she's at UNLV. Yeah, so. yeah. No, no, no. This is my young daughter. Oh, Miley. Not, oh, not yeah, Miley. The, the literal. The, the seventh grader. Okay. Yeah. Because um, uh, what, what, what year was Miley? What was this past year for Miley? She's in seventh grade right now. Okay. So she's finishing seventh. Okay. Yeah. So that makes sense. That's about when I read it, too. Yeah, you're right. That seems about right. So that's great. Yeah, it's interesting. We kind of going back through that with her and I'm reading it for myself, but I'm also seeing her as she realizes like, yeah. reading about World War One and two and, you know, all these wars in the books. It's not very emotional when you yeah. put a face to it. It's totally different. So, yeah, so that's kind of weird. But yeah, anyway, so other than Hallie. all the other detective novels I'm reading, that's that's right. the main things I'm reading. Right not now. Hallie. Miley's reading it. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. What's uh? you want to do one more? Or you want to move on? Uh, no, oh, man. We'll novels. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Mystery novels are, are weirder for me. Yeah. What was that? 
The next questions are kind of odd for me. So they are kind of odd, but I threw them in there because I find it interesting. Uh, one or two foods you can't get enough of. So this is a hard one for me to answer. Um, you're not a you're not really a foodie. I'm not a foodie at all. First of all, right. Um, I eat based on my plan. You know, I, I plan out what I eat. I don't really care much. I don't. The only food I really can or have the ability to binge yeah is crab legs i know that sounds weird all you can eat crab um, legs can be big yeah so like when we go to vegas and i eat all you can eat crab legs oh, yeah. i generally embarrass everybody around because <laughs> they're like that is disgusting i've got to leave the table i don't have much limit come on dad let's keep they're like no let's keep going i got it going now yeah pop it and get it going you got a whole pile it's like the yeah, but other than that, I don't have any food that I can't live without. I mean, I can live without crab legs. I don't eat them very often. Yeah. Um, obviously, I live in Colorado. We don't have a lot of access to the ocean here. Um, but uh, other than that, food, you know, I will say anything the CFO makes home cooked. Yeah. I'm all in, right? But as far as like going out to dinner, I don't, I could not go out to a restaurant for the rest of my life and I'd be fine. Now, if you uh, cook something, you got my attention. So this is funny because, um, yeah, because I'm uh, much more foodie. As you can see my 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 waistline. Uh, (laughs) I've watched all the Food Network. Um, I don't watch as much Food Network as I used to, but I I've watched. uh, I still watch all the diners, drivers, and dives all all the time. So probably way to ask this question for you then is when the pandemic is lifted, what are the first couple foods you want to go out and get? Peanuts, donuts, and ice cream. Not all at the same time, though, right? I'll put them all together. No, did you that, eat that. all those in one meal? Oh, I've no, I don't think I've had all in the same day. I love. I could eat, uh, and you know, Susan's like, you cannot do this. You're going to kill yourself. It's like, what's the record? What's the record for most pizza slices in a in a in a sitting? How many pizza slices can you eat in ten minutes? So I just happen to know that the record. <laughs> For eating a 12 inch pizza, it's yep. 41.43 seconds. Is it really? Yes, it is. All right. Um, I didn't know I didn't know that was out there. I mean, I I, I try to keep my stuff private. I don't want to tell people about, <laughs> yeah. about my other life of the competitive eating. Um, have you ever looked up the stats on this stuff? Oh my gosh. Uh I've seen now. <laughs> See again, wants to like that hot dog eating contest. Yeah, they a hot dog on July fourth. That is disgusting. It is to a point, but I mean, they're just dunking the bun in water, so it's not too bad. But yeah, they usually have a little bit flowing down. Have but you ever done an eating contest? I have never done that, which is interesting because um, I'm just a braggart when it comes to <laughs> comes to eating. Um, Oh, barbecue too, man. Oh, yeah. I do love barbecue. I don't get oh, that very often. Man, so. barbecue. I could. Oh, yeah. In fact, uh, Ryan uh, met met us down at uh, Round Rock. We went and had barbecue. but uh, I do like fried chicken. I don't, yeah, okay. I don't eat it, but maybe once a year. But Yeah. Oh I'm gosh. a fan. But uh, donuts. We went to Rock Wall. Rock Wall. Rock Wall. Round Rock. Rock Wall's nearby. Round Rock Donuts. And... Uh, actually ate them. Uh, we went to the event and then um, I was, you know, you, you tell me if this doesn't sound f- similar. I bought donuts at Round Rock 
uh, the round rock donuts. I didn't eat them because I was too busy yakking to everybody. Yeah. So I had, um, I didn't, I didn't go crazy. I didn't get a dozen. I got like a half dozen, um, which is. Did you polish them all off yourself? Oh yeah, oh, myself. Are you kidding like, me? In a in a row. Oh, I could. I, yeah, I could eat two or three dozen without stopping. No, wait, wait, wait! You could eat two or three dozen. Absolutely. Donuts in a row. Yes, put them in. Put them in front of me. Like glass of milk, something like that to go with it. Yeah. Or water or something, you know. They're really good. I don't need. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Round Rock donuts um, are incredible. So we actually we went to the event. We yacked. I, I I had a I had my bag with me. We left. We went and did some caching, and while we were in, uh, we were geocaching. We found a parking lot. Um, cause there's a, there was a bunch of caches in there and Susan was doing some Munzee, the M word, but anyway, so I took, again, we took a moment and I ate, I ate those. Oh my gosh. They were so good. Oh, yeah. How many is the most you've ever eaten at one time? I've eaten a dozen, but I, I think I could go, I could keep going. I feel, you know, I don't, I never felt bad. I mean, I could, but they're so good. How man. long did it take you to eat those? A dozen? I've never eaten more than three donuts, I think, at a time. Yeah, because it's well, you got to be you got to be a fan of sweets. Because if you, I uh, like donuts. I've just never yeah binged on them or whatever. Uh, it probably took me 20, 30 minutes. Okay, that's not that fast. That's a long time, though. Yeah, how many do you think you could eat in ten minutes? I could eat a dozen for sure in ten. Um, how sure are you? <laughs> He's thinking, huh? I bet there's donuts out in Colby, Kansas, when we're out at me. I bet there. Are, Ryan is in the chat room right now. Ryan, are there donuts in Colby, Kansas? Is there a donut shop in Colby, Colby Kansas? Oh, I know there is. So I, I'm smelling a contest. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I'm in. I've never eaten more than three donuts in a row, but I've also rarely ever backed down from a challenge. <laughs> That's funny. Yes, Direwolf. I only eat one donut at a time too. Uh, yeah. Do you like how we we put that, <laughs> Tom? Don't do it. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm kind of thinking along the lines of what Ryan just said. Uh, an eating Mingo contest, a Mingo Madness eating contest. Uh, yeah, something, something be fun. Um, who can eat the most donuts in ten minutes? Yeah, oh yeah. I'll, I'll put you under the. I'll put you under the table, my friend. I just donuts is one of those things. It's not, I don't think I'm a good donut eater. And as a matter of fact, I can't even remember the last time I had a donut. Yeah. Um, I don't get them. And that's the other thing. I don't, I don't get it very often at all, but <laughs> Tom, don't do it. Don't do it. But it's a contest. You know okay. what? I, I'd be interested to see who's going to Mingo that would possibly be interested in jumping in. Maybe if we had like three or four of us up there. Yeah. That could be, be kind of fun. Yeah. Ooh, how about this? How about we have like four to six people, but it's teams. Three oh, right. three. I've seen those before. Because I'm kind of scared because I'm not a good binge eater. Right. However. I'm not either. I really, really love competition. And this sure. would be kind of funny. I've never done an eating contest. As a matter of fact, I actually I did once and I failed. Um, oh, those, those, oh, those Denton, Texas. Were but, that, but the donuts in Denton. Didn't text her for those that weren't able to get You're there. You're not even a dozen of those jokers. No, 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 no. Th that's a different, that's a whole different world. 
Um, the donuts, oh, the donuts that are in that are in Denton. This is very unique, and if everybody's, uh, you know, have seen places like this, if we can get Krispy oh, Kreme right off the line, oh yes, oh yeah, I can. That's yeah. silly. That I'm gonna make myself. Uh, we'll get so sick. That's the key. It's got to be fresh. Well, you basically, you Here's they, the other key. We have to have a lot of people around, so it'll be embarrassing. <laughs> it'll be embarrassing. that'll make us rise to the occasion, right? I guess you're right. Oh, Krispy Kremes are great. Yeah, the one that we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, Adi says he'll do a spicy contest. I'll, I'll set that up and Ooh, watch. Hold on. I I'll, I'll lose a spicy contest. I'm I am a baby when it comes to spices. However, Abe Wall just said he'll join a contest eating crab legs at any time. No, no, I no. am in. Let's make that happen. Oh, okay, I'll make that happen. Somebody needs to finance that because we're talking about many, many pounds of crab leg. I know, I know. It's to me that's one of those foods, and it, we're about to mention our foods that we'll never eat again. Those tend to be on my, you know. So he wants to watch. The I think he wants to underline bounce bounce wants to underline watch. But all right, you know what? I think it's gonna happen. We're gonna figure out how to make this happen. We're gonna just you and me. I'm challenging yeah. you right now. Just to finish this thought, it's called Back Doe. Oh gosh, yes. Denton, Texas, Back Doe. I love that name, but it's not a donut place. It's a regular, I think it's a barbecue or steak place, isn't it? I think, yeah, I thought it was a steak place. Steak place, but they do this hidden menu kind of thing where at, uh, at night on certain nights. Like late at night. Yeah, late, like midnight. midnight. You have to go out there and stand in line in the back of this of this restaurant. Like cash only. I mean, it's yeah, cash only, secret. Um, they only have like three or four type or two or three types, I think, that night. And uh, but they're really well. They're really well made. No, these are almost like pies. There we go. Five stars. So, they're so indulgent. Yes, they're not. I mean, they're like I can't remember the name, but there's like peanut butter and jelly and oh yes, great. Yeah. I mean, like it's cheesecake, it's all kinds of stuff. Cash like, only, but that's a cool. That is a cool place. Yeah, that was a fun event. That was a really fun event. They're awesome events. There was yeah, awesome donuts. Yeah, that um, very true. Okay, all right, we're, all right, totally we're moving on track now. I know we're moving on. But have you? You haven't accepted my challenge yet. Which is what me and you. Donut eating contest. We'll come up with the rules later. Okay. At Mingo, and we have a tons of witnesses that if you agree. Yeah, I I agree. Now here's the thing. We should here's the way we need to do it. Okay. Because it'll be funner this way. Okay. And that is a time limit. Yeah, like 10 minutes. You got to shove them in as fast as you can. So it's not like it's not like an endurance, because I think an endurance isn't fun to watch. No, I don't want to sit there for 30 minutes eating donuts. I, 10 right. minutes. I mean, like Give me two hours. How many donuts got to eat in two hours? Nobody wants to watch that. No, no. That's in theory, but like in 10 minutes, how many donuts could you woof down in 10 minutes? We'll see. We'll just have to buy a couple dozen a piece and just sit there and I don't know if a couple dozen. I mean, I'll eat my two dozen. You'll eat three or four and I'll eat the rest of yours. So we'll oh, go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you have accepted. I just want to make sure. Yeah, we're doing it. Okay. Cause I got a recording of it now. So we're doing it. We're doing right, it. It's on. We'll have to come up with the, uh, Whatever the time is, I would think nothing more than 10. I mean, Nathan's I hot dog minutes. is six minutes, I think. What's that? I think 10 minutes is good. 10's good or even less. Six minutes is kind of interesting because that's the Nathan hot dog is six minutes, but 10 minutes is good. Oh, is there, I, I don't know anything about eating contests, but yeah. Okay. 
All right, we'll come up with something. Yep, that'll be fun. Um, yeah, we'll uh, we can get a couple other people up there too because that's funny. You know, we'll we'll do a, a challenge off. Okay, all right, let's move on before we gross everybody out. We are moving on to speaking of grossed out foods we will never eat again, and you don't have anything on your list, so I literally don't have anything on my list. So the only I, foods that I don't like. Like I don't like tomatoes. Now I like sauce and everything. I just don't like chunks of tomatoes. Right. But I can eat them, and I've eaten them and stuff. So I don't have any foods that I just can't eat. Chunky can't peanut butter. You okay with chunky peanut butter? Do what now? Chunky peanut butter. You'll eat chunky. Or so smooth. here's how little food matters to me. <laughs> I don't even look at the label whether it's chunky or smooth when I'm making something. Right. You just go. It means nothing to me. Right. Um. I wish I had that attitude. I, now the way as much so she may have thought of something that I can't think of. I can't think of any food that I won't eat. I don't like mayonnaise. I mean, I can eat it if it's on a sandwich. I'm not going to throw up, but um, I don't add it on there. But there's things that I don't necessarily want to put on my food, right? But there's nothing I'm like, oh, I couldn't eat that. There's a couple, and we're going to move on to the next geocaching question because, as I pointed out before, where is it? Um, what happened to this being a, um, I have two. Okay. And they're both things that I've eaten before and thought that they were good. And then now I'm like, I'm not eating that again because I'll throw up. I think mm -hmm. if I do. One is raw oysters. Tom just mentioned that one. That is disgusting. Old okra. Yeah. You got to go with the, you got to fry the okra. I mean, yeah. Oh, oh, don't even. Who's boiling I can eat fried okra all day long, man? Who's boiling okra? You got to fry that. I mean, come on. This is America. Is this still America? People boiling okra? Oh, no. Uh, raw oysters. Never again. Never again. Did you get sick off of them or you just didn't like them? The last time I had them, I, I didn't get sick, throw up sick, but I, but I did get sick. And it was like, uh, no, that's not, that's not going to happen anymore. And the other one was uh, sardines. Yeah, I've eaten both of those things. I've eaten sardines before. Some reason I thought they were good, and now I'm like, mm, nah, I'm out. They're extremely salty. Yeah, no, I'm out. So, did you ever watch Fear Factor? I watched a, a little bit of it where uh, they had to eat show. weird stuff, or they had to have stuff crawling on them, or yeah. Did you see the ones where like they ate a live bug and stuff? No, I. Did you eat a grasshopper? No. Or just like one of those weird bugs, you don't even know what they are. Or... No, like um, what's his name did on where he heats them grub worms. Yeah, grub worms. Could you eat a grub worm? No, couldn't do it. <laughs> we always joked about, uh, you know, if you know, because they're high in protein. If you had to survive, and Susan and I look at you and I go, "No, we'll just die. We're not, we're not, we're not eating it. We'll just die." So now, with the caveat that I've never eaten a grub worm, I think I could do it pretty easy. Especially in a survival situation. You could if you had to, I guess. Yeah. Or yeah. if there was a contest, you know. If there's a competition, <laughs> yeah. I'd probably do it for that too. Sashimi? I don't know about... I mean, I, I'll eat sushi. Um, I mean, we may... Hold on. I missed it. Hold on. Sorry, go ahead. It's moving too fast. Sorry. We may have to cancel all affiliation with Chad. Yeah, well, what's wrong with not like ramen. ramen? The heck, dude? I, I don't understand. He may be a robot. He may that might be, he may just be like artificial intelligence. He's not a real person. Oh, I didn't think about that. He builds robots. Maybe he is a robot. 
Chad, do you know that you're not a robot? Yeah. Do you know that you're that you're that we you can go through the laws of robotics because that's not a human answer that you don't like ramen. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Maybe that's why he's so good at that stuff. Yeah, that that's <laughs> it. It's because he's artificial intelligence. So he's really. Did smart. you ever watch that uh, Big Bang Theory where they were trying to convince Sheldon he was a robot? No, see, that's another show I never got into. Oh my gosh, Gary! I know. I know. Gary, we're never hanging out again. I know. I know. Okay. Let, okay. Let's move on past food. Moving past food. All right. Next, the next geocaching question is now up. Right now, once I put it into banners, and here we go. What aspect of geocaching is something that others might find surprising about you? I'll let you go first on this one. Okay. My, I have a kind of a long answer, but eh, maybe not that long. I love hiding caches, as you know. I, I hide, I hide a lot, a couple hundred. Um, when these aren't events, you know, these are like, I mean, I don't uh, love events, but I, I don't do a lot of events right around here, just be being Susan, but um, and maybe some of the motley caching crew. But I love hiding caches a lot. I mean, I love it. But of late, I've really struggled with putting. Uh, new caches out for a couple mm. reasons. One is if I put a nice cache out, even in a park that I have permission to put in, you know, mm. I, I have gone to the parks department here in town. I've said, I'm putting a geocache out in the park. Here's where it's going to be. You know, let your workers know that kind of thing. Some kid with a baseball bat. Yeah. Is going to run out there and smash it to bits. So you get kind of attached to the caches because you're putting more effort into them, right? Yeah, I put out some really cool, not necessarily gadget caches. A couple of them are, were creative uh, caches. Creative caches. One, one was a puzzle uh, cache where you had to solve the puzzle. Uh, it was a picture, and you had to figure out the clues. And then when you got out there, it was locked. And of course, that's the other thing. When I put, and I'll go back through, and I'm going to redo all the caches in that park because it's a huge park. Yeah, but I'm not putting any locked caches in that park ever again because mm -hmm. if it has a lock on it and somebody sees it, they want to destroy it. Right, right. So they so they will always bash it in, and of course I don't know why they haven't figured out there's nothing in it of value. Why would you think there's something value in a a birdhouse cache that's got a lock on it? I mean, yeah. I'm not hiding gold in it. What are these morons thinking? But um, so anyway, so. I've been struggling with this idea of, of, you know, so I'm kind of this frozen, I'm kind of frozen in place. I, I don't want them to get, I don't really get too many necessarily taken once in a while, but it's pretty rare. It's more the destructo. And I want to put out more caches that are the birdhouse cache type, but I, I've had, I've had caches uh, where, I don't know if you do this or not, but I'll put out a, a decent, cache of some size mm -hmm. disappears so then i go down a level typically is i'll go down to pill ball size right. It'll disappear. so i'm slowly i slowly kind of keep i keep going down the line until it's well hidden same size but but more you know better hidden or they become nanos because i can't 
you know, they keep disappearing. So other than that, or I'll just, I'll just remove them and I'll just yeah, ignore that. Thing, right. You spend all this time planning. You think it's gonna be a great cash. People are going to enjoy it. Yeah. Then it gets destroyed and it hurts. It hurts. Yeah. Your you know what I mean? You, you put a lot of time and effort into this and then it's gone. Yeah. I, and I've, I've had some fun creating, um, you know, I, I redid the one that W Tim did with the key where, uh, with the magnets where you got to try to figure out yeah. where, where, the, where the key magnetizes, you know, like, Oh, that's one of the, you know, I did that. I've done the one I did one that wasn't, uh, it was a gadget. I like gadget caches where you don't have any kind of electronics in it. I'm sorry, bounce, bounce, but, but it was kind of cool. It was a, um, it was, it was one that was, you, you rotate, but you had to rotate it just right. Cause it was like, the cash would fall at the bottom, but you had, if you didn't, if you rotate it around, it would sort of just roll in place. Yeah. If you had it just right where you had them. You had the two things lined up just right. Right. Fall. Um, that was gone, destroyed. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Daryl's about one of, but it makes you think that, right? Yeah. You uh, get all paranoid when your caches get messed up and yeah, I, I don't, People around here, and these are typically premium. I, I've never published a premium cache. Wow, that's surprising. Never. That is that is probably the most surprising thing I've ever heard. Although honestly, I forget about premium a lot because I got premium like thirty days in, right? Oh sure. And I've never not had premium. I always forget that premium is even a thing. Right. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you, but. It isn't that it's that people around here are bored and they have no respect for property. That's just the town I live in. And that's, that's disappointing. We have a lot of great cashers around here, but gadget caches do tend to get torn up around here. So um, when you say around here, so is that more Loveland related or cause you don't have to go very far and you're out in the wilderness. Right. Yeah. So the gadget caches here that are urban caches, there's some people that just like to tear them up or that's, yeah. that's for a different show. And I don't want to get into that because that's a really negative thing. It, but. It, it is. Um, but that's, um, yeah, DJWS. I'm not anti, but I, I'm, I'm with you on that a little But I, I, I want to do more like that, but think about it. If I live in a sucky town and I build something that, you know, some of the cool stuff that, you know, Dave builds or bounce, bounce builds, and I stick that out there. Destructo, it's gone. Yeah, I should, I should make one sometime. I'd love to make one, or it's gone. Those, those people will take it. I built one once that was an ammo oh, can. I, it was pretty simple so, cash. Yeah, I mean, know, I would put them. I'll have some too. I'll, I'll let you. I'll get on to yours, but I'll have them. Some of them where I'll put a, I'll put a decent, not perfect, but I'll put a decent. Uh lock on it with a you know with a chain they'll come out with with tools and they will cut that thing and take it out so um so i want to make sure that we we point out that this doesn't happen all the time um so somebody asked a question says my son and i are looking to start doing some hides mm -hmm. around how many would you recommend we start with um this could be a show all of its own but i want to make sure we address that yeah um, because I don't recognize that name. So I don't know if they're mm -hmm. a new game or they're just now starting to hide caches, but right. um, 
find several first and find what find what you really enjoy. Like you, if you found like say 50 caches so far and you right. find one that you're like, oh, one that stands out among all the other ones, mm-hmm. that's what you want to create, especially yeah. like I would love to go back to my very first hide and know everything I knew now. Oh my gosh, what I would do different, right? And that's a whole different show, but find something that you really enjoy. And yeah. You put something out, especially because you can never go back to your first hide. Sure. Put something out that you're really proud of. Take your time. Don't just throw one out to see how to do it. Take something and, and do one first and then see what happens because you're absolutely going to make some mistakes in the beginning. Yeah. No matter how smart you are, how technical you are, the engineer, whoever you are, mm-hmm. you're going to make some mistakes because it's your first one. Um, get permission, hide something you're very proud of and try to do something a little different and mm-hmm. something that's really going to draw people in because that's what's going to determine whether you really like hiding caches after this or not is getting yeah. those great logs and that great reaction. And it, to me, it's so impressive when I see a brand new cacher, mm-hmm. whether they're brand new or not, like they could have been caching for years, but their first hide and they put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. One of the things too, and so uh, thankful for the comment, a, cause it was uh person on Periscope, which I, you know, we love Periscope. Mm-hmm. So it's cool that somebody's on there. But um, one thing too, is don't be afraid about asking for help. Because oh yeah, absolutely. We had a cashier here locally and um they had some some cool hides but they were they had some issues. And I've had a couple people who when Susan and I went to try to find it were like it ain't out here. Right. <laughs> and so I contact them and they go, "Oh, well, I, you know, I'm new to this." And it's like, "Oh, well, I'm, we're here to help." I mean, the the last thing we want to do is is, you know, is not be uh, helpful. And sure enough, it was that they were not, they did not quite understand yeah. the coordinate situation. They were cutting and pasting from like, like just regular Google. And you know how that is. You'll get, you'll, yeah, it'll be awesome. awesome. So they didn't have, the other thing I would say while they're on there is, yeah. and we'll, 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 we'll move on to, but yeah. the other thing I would say is, and I wish I'd have learned this a lot earlier Find somebody, another local cashier, to beta test your cash. Yes. That is the best thing you can do. When that you hide your first cash and you're super proud of it, you have tunnel vision because mm-hmm. you've been working on it for so long, right? Yep. Have somebody test it that doesn't know anything about it. They won't be the first to find. They'll, you know, they'll find it later on, but yep. have them beta test it so they can see it from a different perspective. That will save you so much headache. Start yep. with one and you know, you get that cash out, get it right, then do another one. And then hide as many cash as you can be proud of for the rest of your life. And it's, you'll yeah. be adding to the game after that. Yeah. And, somebody to uh, test that cash. Yeah. And definitely uh, if you're new, go find a bunch first. Oh I've yeah. Had, I've had a lot of people and you know, we, we both have seen, I know a lot of, a lot of our listeners and, and uh, viewers have seen where somebody finds one and they want to put out 50 and they don't, it's like, which I applaud that. I do. Well, we've experienced it. before you do it, but they they have good intentions. But I always mention to people because uh, they're like, "Well, how, and this question comes up quite often too: is how many do I need to find before I before I you know?" It's like, well, you don't have to. Um, okay, cool. So they have 163 finds. Awesome. That's that's a good number. You know, that's 
See, they have seen a lot of things now. So that's, yes. it's not like they found four caches. So right. get a that's beta tester and really do something for your first one that you're proud of. Yeah. You'll take off after that because it'll be all a positive experience. But uh, no, that's perfect. Glad you know, you're asking the question. That means that they're the type of caches that are going to think through it. Yes. And be great. So that's, that's, and, that's encouraging. Yeah. You are, you are a prime person to put a yeah. cache out because 163, you are at a point where, you are ready. In fact, um, you know, in encourage others that have found maybe something similar because that's the other thing. I think it's for another show, but um, me. how Robert, many, I'm taking me I keep saying that. I know, but how many times have we, we ran across somebody in not really judging them, but we've, we've, we've probably all run across somebody like, Oh, I've found a couple thousand caches. You're like, Oh, that's awesome. Um, how, you know, and somehow you get around to hiding and they go like, oh, I've never hid one. It's like, what? And you know, there's a lot of people that will never hide one. I know, but it's they need to hide to hide a cash an emotional commitment to hide a cash than it does to find a thousand. Yeah. Cause there's nothing in to find a thousand. You either find it or you don't. That's all there is to it. Right. right. It's fun, but it doesn't really involve you as much. Uh, Dave, I wonder how that went. Yeah, with that, went, with I've that, that several times. But that went over just great. Yeah, you know, it might have. They could have shot in the dark there, but um, yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll get into that. That's a good topic. We need to get into that more. So all right, I think we've got one more to get into. Yeah, we kind of we already talked about a couple. Of, well, I guess we can. Let's wrap up with um, the last one, which is um, a couple of places. This is sort of, I guess, sort of geocaching related. Um, oh, yeah, you got to do yours. I'm sorry. Uh, we almost skipped over it. No, we got to get into this because I know there there were people. Sure, at the I, know what it is, though. I know, but you know what's funny about this? This is this is and this will end on this one because we got some other questions. We'll get to them another night. Yeah. But um, this one, when I first posted that we were going to do this, you know what the first comments were? And they were yeah. a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but they're like, gee, I wonder what, what Jesse loves. He loves where I goes, and what does he hate? Well, he hates two things. This is what the person put. Uh, it was William. William gone. He put, he hates two things. He hates earth caches, and he hates everybody who likes earth caches. <laughs> so... Um, oh. So uh, what, so what is the thing that's most surprising about you? So the truth is, uh, I did hate Earth caches, but I don't hate them anymore. What? I know they what? go against most of the what well, they do and they don't. So I, I've been thinking through this a lot while. Omg! The pandemic has ruined my mind. Um, <laughs> so you're a bit touched by the fever, there, my friend. I know. Uh, I I think the Rona got me. You're being loopy. Um, you got a little of that. So here's the here's the answer behind that. It's a, it's a long but short answer. Yep. Originally, I hated them because they fall into that category of caches that I don't like. There's nothing to find. Right? Yeah. Um, however, yeah. Okay. Um, they do have some advantages. Sure. Uh, now, I first got into them because people said you can't. Yeah, CFO still hates them. Um yeah. So, because you can't get them published. And we all know, I've, I've mentioned that story before, you know. Oh, my God. Um, Tell me about it. Uh, well, I love a challenge, I, you know. Uh, and 
I have found some good earth caches, but they were, I found less good ones than average ones. Right. So, um, You're not far, far <laughs> off, Ryan. Ryan messing with me. Um, so the part of the challenge I got into was they said you couldn't publish earth caches. Well, anybody that tells me I can't do something, the fight's <laughs> on. So I started publishing them and I published more and I published more. And then I just started publishing them, handing out to people and just giving them people so they could publish them under their name, you know, and yep. stuff like that. And, um, hey, I've got one that way. <laughs> maybe. I got one. Um, I got one from you, boy, that one, but that one, by the way, it is not found very often, which is kind of cool. That is cool. What's in it? It's in kind of in the middle of nowhere. It is. Yeah. I, I like the, I like the, the logs on those. Cause they usually like anything else. If somebody goes out and finds that they're not going to do a TFTC, they're going to like write up it. So that's anyway. Yeah. So you've, yeah, you've, so you've done, got me looking into them a little more, right? Did earth caches so, on the fly driving down the road. You do an earth. Cache. Yeah. I got kind of good at them, but I was doing just like boilerplate earth caches, which is good because you can get them done. Right. And most caches are boilerplate. Like, right. Like half right. of the, all the caches you found 70% of them are probably similar anyway. Right. Tom has an order for three. So. <laughs> there you go. Um, but then I started thinking about these earth caches during this time. And, yeah. uh, Oh, to Yeah. Well, obviously if they're in your book, they're, they're good. The best. Yeah. They're, they're good. The best, yeah. the best, right. Wow. Trisha, she's, she's jumping on the dislike side of things. Oh yeah. See, that's another thing. That's, that's. Um, yeah. Fun. So remember hard. I don't like them all. Yeah. But, um, there's a couple of things that I do like about earth caches that are kind of swaying me. Mm -hmm. um, one is even though there's no container. Yeah. The flip side of that is there's no maintenance. Right. So that kind of got me intrigued a little bit and I was like, okay, that's, that's a good, that's a good thing. The second thing is we like to travel. Direwolf. We travel a lot more. <laughs> I didn't want to catch a year. There you go. Um, <laughs> we travel a lot. And yeah. you're not supposed to, other than the cash exchange program or things like that. Right. You're not supposed to hide a cash on vacation. Right. Like, you know, away from your house where you can't maintain it. Well, you're actually encouraged to do that with earth caches. Right. <laughs> and the rules. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That that's changed. Cool. Like I have three earth caches that I published in Vegas where my daughter goes to college. Um, so, uh, so then you know, I, that was okay. And I was like, Oh, that's a neat little trick. Mm -hmm. And uh, this pandemic has gone down. And the only thing we're allowed to do here in Colorado is basically hike and go to home Depot. <laughs> we're going to home Depot a lot. Right. The hiking is what really kind of got me into geocaching in the first place. Sure. Sure. But it's hard in some locations to hide physical containers where the really deep back mountains, hiking, stuff like that. But there's almost always, some kind of geological feature there. That's why you're hiking there, right? That's true. So, so kind of it kind of gets me back to my roots of what I got into geocaching for, even though I've hated them for so long. Yeah. Um, the benefit also to hating them for so long is because I know the least about them. <laughs> and we've kind of been in the game for a long time now where, and you know, yeah. we're both kind of nerds of the game. I study the crap out of the rules. I study the crap out of every aspect of a game. Yeah. One thing I've neglected is earth caches because I always hated them. Yeah. So now it's like a brand new aspect of the game for me, which think about when you went you first started learning about, you know, geocaching. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is awesome. It's a brand new world. Well, I'm kind of experiencing that again. So I'm kind of on a high with that right now. So 
I haven't been finding tons of earth caches, but I have to say that I have been building some and I'm beginning yeah. to learn more information to where I can put them where they're not in the city. So they're not urban caches, but they're way out. Now they mellow, they, uh, he's mellowing with age, not even close. Um, but they're in areas where I want to go caching. Yes. They're way out in the middle of nowhere. They're, you know, multiple mile hikes and stuff like that. And I'm getting more and more adventurous with them. Yeah. And just like we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. it, I live in Colorado. So I just happen to have access to like extreme hikers. Yes. So I can have somebody go and beta test all these because I don't know much about them yet. Right. And I know no matter where I hike, they can beat me. Yeah. So. I've kind of got the right system for it and that has intrigued me lately. So I have to say that I'm off the hating earth cash bandwagon. Yeah. And the, I'm enjoying creating them. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily translate to me finding a bunch, <laughs> but how many, you think I've enjoyed creating them. How many think you've created now? What would you, what's your total? So I think I have 24 under my name. Wow. And then I've probably created another got one of yours. So yeah, another dozen or so for other people. Okay. But I have 14 waiting to be published now. Wow. So, um, but it's, it's different, right? It's something that I haven't ever played with. So it's like getting to start over and find your first guardrail cache or your first LPC stuff that we laugh about now is amazing. The first time you do it. Oh yes. So for me, it's something brand new. So I have to stop. Lion, I don't hate Earth caches. Wow, I'm not saying that I'm like signing up to be Earth cache fan number one yet, but I am really enjoying having a new aspect of the game, and that's what we preach all the time, right? Keep trying to grow in the game. So I've come clean. I feel good. Wow, I mean this this is like this is on the record. This will be out there forever. And so here's the other thing. So Christy said this too. She hates Earth caches, but. If you put out the effort and you're there, the owner should yeah. give you credit. Yeah, no, I agree. On mine, that is my intention. Now, here's the other thing I didn't mention. They changed the rules where you can add that you have to, uh, you can require them to do a picture. Right. I love that because you can't armchair that. You have to be at the top of that mountain and your picture has to be there. You didn't get there. Yeah, I don't know why. Because it wasn't, if I recall. They the changed rules. it years ago. But they redid it with the virtual back out. Yeah, yeah, they redid it. So that's cool. So here's why. I love all that. If they get there, they hike that mountain, which I literally mean hiking mountains around here, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Down. Yeah. And yeah, they have yeah. a picture of the top, and they try to answer the questions even close. Yeah, you're in. They've got it. <laughs> they were there. You know, they don't. I don't need geology expert. I want cashers. Yeah. See, that's what effort, and you've got it, 100. percent That's what Trisha, a TWH writer, was was commenting on was that I don't like I don't like the ones where you do have to have some sort of a degree now it depends because if it's a d5 it's a difficulty five i can kind of see where i've got to do more work don't you think well here's the and this is maybe for another show right but yeah, sure. here's the problem if you read the earth cache rules it says you shouldn't have to have any background geological knowledge right right so how do you have a d5 right that's kind of odd although i've seen d5 ones and there's actually one that I have on my list to go get that's a 5.5, five, and it's a Colorado 5.5, five, and it's a Big crazy time. hike to the top of a mountain, a peak of a mountain, and it's a long, long hike, and you can only get it part of the year and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But to me, that's kind of one of those conundrums that 
how do you not have any previous knowledge, but it's also a difficulty five because you can't be a puzzle. So I don't know. We're going to ask somebody that's more knowledgeable than me about it. But so yeah. again, that's one of those things. I don't know much about them. That's why it's exciting to me right now. Yeah. And that's about Tuesday night confession, by the way. There you go. Tuesday night confessions. Well, we need to wrap up. We've got, yeah, I know. We could go eight hours. Well, in fact, we've done eight hours. Oh, don't, don't start that. A couple that times. Was, that was the best calls ever, but it's always torture for me to go that long. Are you ready? You ready to do 12, 15? It's not time again yet. 17? I got to save up my energy. I'll, I'll uh, have it. I'll be on a high from beating you at Mingo, so I'll be okay. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that will <laughs> hopefully that you'll ride that all the way to December, but uh, anyway. <laughs> all right. That's it. We have no outro, so we're just going to say goodnight to everybody. Thank you so much, chat room. Um, we had people stay on for the whole thing. We're, we're give, us, give us a like, give us a, a subscribe. Uh, if you're, uh, you know, if you watch this long, you got to subscribe. I mean, you're, yeah. And you know what? Hopefully, we uh, are distraction tonight, right? Like, you're not watching the news and seeing horrible stories. We're just, this is a distraction, a fun, just for fun night. Yeah, we had some we had some fun. We we talked about some neat stuff, stuff that we don't normally get to talk about. As all of our normal listeners will know, we stay on topic. That's one of our, for the most part. I know Scott will tell us we don't, but once we get on topic, once we get started, we stay on topic, and that's something that I I pride ourselves on is that yeah, we. We stay on topic. We'll, we'll we'll rabbit trail, but we come back to the main trail. We don't. We you, don't. Let's be honest. You do a good job of keeping me on topic. Oh well, thank you. We, you yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Thanks All everybody. Right, we'll wrap up before we start talking about something else. We'll see you Sunday. Um, Sunday's show will be kind of interesting as well. We're gonna go. We're gonna go deep dive into the rules. Which, how often do you deep dive into the geocaching rules? You know. Uh, we're going to have um, a April on a Holly S April Holly, April mm -hmm. Holly Smith will be on uh, and Neil Moore will be on. And so the, between those, those two fine folk and Jesse, they're going to banter back and forth as I ask them tough questions from the rules. And it's in the rules. That's what the show's about. So we'll see everybody. Take care. Good night. Bye everyone. Good night.